Ring, ring. Good morning, Williams, Blackshaw and Keane. Solicitors, how can I help? Hi there. Uh, I do a podcast with a guy called Stu, but I'd really like to sue him. Could you tell me how I could go about doing that? Well, what you need to do then is get him to threaten you. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to the Stu and Al pod episode 49 with him, Stu. And me, Al. <laughs> hey, Stu. Yes, mate. I shagged your mum last night. You what? Shit! Calm down, Amber. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking hit me. Well, don't say shit like that. Oh, fuck this. This is too much. Well, fuck it, he's gone now. I'll do it myself. Right. I mean, we've all shagged your mum. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, look at yours. <laughs> anyway, um, let's just crack on. Top three. Let's go. Okay, so top three. Each week, me and my former co-host have a subject where we discuss (coughs) our top three uh, things about that. And then we take it to the World Wide Web and then see what everyone else thinks. Um, So, for example, this week, Al, you Marty bastard. Yep. If I was to say to you what were your top three pranks, what would they be? Uh, I fucking probably... The prank we just played on the listeners! I didn't really hit him. He never showed my man. Yeah, well, uh, well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so um, before we carry on with top three, we should probably start the episode properly. So, we are in Leeds. This week, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. <laughs> so, we're in Leeds this weekend. Uh, we're out to see Alan Partridge, but it's not just me and Stu this weekend. No, no, we have no. three guests on the show this week. Mm. We have Brendan Blackshaw. Hello. Or um, also known as... Brendo Tron. Yeah, hey! He's on He's on I know what people want. We have um, Chris, uh, also known as... Chris? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and we've got... Don't screw it up, Deck. And we've got Deck. And we've got Deck. Hey, Deck. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, these oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are coming at you live. Coming at you, Cleopatra. Coming at yeah. Cleopatra. We are coming at you live from a um, very suspicious area of Leeds. This is it's burning. A very very suspicious <laughs> area of Leeds. Which is a bit dodgy, yeah. Um, but we're slightly worried. But we think it's very studenty. We've been but, to the um, local, and there's karaoke on tonight, at nine pm. It's karaoke at nine pm. So we're going to rush this podcast. Time, so Did, too many yeah. times. So um, we've got people here, but yeah. carrying on. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start this. Let's start the top three, Stu. What was the top three? We'll do. Stu's got a starter. Yeah, we'll we'll start. Start. Uh, so cheers for now. <laughs> Pardon me. Thanks for the uh, welcome there. Uh, how are we, everyone? We all good? Hey, 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 hey. Hello, are we all good? Hey! Exciting news this week, lads. Um, I've auditioned to be the new news anchor of the BBC Six O'Clock News. Okay, great. Oh. Yeah? About time. I think it's about time. Because of the in the news, what I've been doing on podcasts for like the last 47 episodes or yeah. whatever it is. 49 episodes even. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, I went for it. So I've made an audition tape as requested as part of the BBC uh, audition process. I brought it here for you today, play for everyone else. So if you want to just um, take the tape. Thank you. I like the fact that you still try to pass it over to yep. me. Even though it's empty. Right, tape. Click. And here's the tape. Click. You take click. Good. 
<laughs> Good evening, I'm Stuart, and here are your headlines. No, that's wrong. The Olympic skier Peekabo Street made headlines by donating enough money to build a new hospital this week. To thank her, they named a wing in the hospital after her as well, the Peekaboo ICU. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Legendary <laughs> really? actress Jane De- Dame Judy Dench was reportedly intoxicated and was suspended from her current production for allegedly stealing a Paris prostitute's pet bird. Yes, that's right. Quenched Dench benched for a French wench. Finch pinch. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Academy Award nominated actor kicked in his neighbour's wooden <laughs> doors and started a fight. Afterwards, he apologised and uh, assisted in repairs of the shed's damaged grass roof. Yes, that's right. Cumberbatch, Lumberhatch, Rumble Match, and Humble Thatch. <laughs> Brilliant. On with the show. Yeah, on with the show. Right. <laughs> let's continue. I'm not going to. Pl- we're not going to play the uh, the jingle again. But let's carry on with top three. Stu. Yeah. It was uh, it was my choice. It was your choice in yeah. the last episode. What did you pick? This up? top three. So I've chosen top three. Alan Partridge, I'm Alan Partridge characters that only appear in one episode. Just one? Just one? London! London. Uh, one episode. So you could have any character from I'm Alan Partridge series one and series two. Ah. So, let's start. Let's start with you, Stu. Right. Give us your number three. Okay, so number three, I've gone for Tex, played by Peter Serafanowicz. Same choice. I think a lot of people picked Tex. Tex. So he's a friend of Michael who visits regularly at the BP petrol station, lover of all things that are American, including trucks, America's Strongest Man, and Dr. Pepper, of course. Uh, His hero, none other than John Wayne. (laughs) <laughs> he owns a pickup truck called Convoy, of course. Uh, Tex famously tapes over the Spy Who Loved Me, Blunt Town Partridge, with a, uh, an edition of The World's Strongest Man. Excellent. My edition three. Well, still, I've also got Peter Serafinowicz's text, uh, or text, text, as, uh, as my number three. It's text as um, a man. As, as you said, he's an American man who's into World's Strongest Man and trucks. Uh, he drinks fizzy benelin. Um, I've put down here, Stu, that I think he has a secret sexual relationship with Michael, oh. which is a sort of, I think if you watch it back, you can sort of see that. Uh, he likes American things and he calls trucks convoy. So, it was the same. So, uh, let's go to Brendan. Brendan Tron. Brendan Tron. Let's not forget, everyone. Brendan Tron, of course, is not human like the rest of the four of us here. Brendan Tron is actually an android. So this is why his voice is like that. He does look like a human, but he is a robot in the sky. Yeah, he's <laughs> like that kid from the eye. From the future. <laughs> he's got a fucking laptop with his nose. <laughs> Have I got to do this voice for the whole thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. no please, please don't. Yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> My number three is... Beers just come out my nostrils. <laughs> I really wasn't expecting it. <laughs> oh my! Oh, it really hurt. He was played by Stephen. Oh, my notes. Oh. Uh, yes, he was played by Stephen Mangan, and uh, that is a very funny scene when he shouts down. It is a very funny scene. A lot. 
and they uh, what, what happens with them? They uh, they they sex <laughs> sex people then. sex people then. Um, and uh, yeah, that's my number three. Excellent, thank you, Brendan. Brendotron, Chris, number three. My number three was the same as tax. Tax. Excellent. Tax. Declan. Well, the, the thunder has been stolen from my <laughs> sales because Dan was going to be. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to come. To One, me. two, and three for me, so I could go. Dan, Dan, Dan. So I'm going to have to quickly Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back with Dak. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe later in the episode. <laughs> Um, Stu, give us your number two. Number two, I've gone for Zombie Alan Partridge. <laughs> oh, whoa! Outside the box. Outside the box. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's still out. Oh, no. Cam, Cam David. Alan. Cam David. <laughs> I wish I'd have picked him. Alan is bored one day at the Linton ta- Travel Tavern and ends up doing like really odd things out of boredom. He calls Curry's Electricals and asks the staff mm-hmm. if they want to go out for a drink. And he ends up dressing up as a zombie to prank hotel staff. The best quote from that scene probably, uh, Why have you got a, sh- a shower curtain on around your neck? I'm a zombie. I don't know. It's supposed to be a flap of skin or something. Check the rings. <laughs> I've checked the rings, no damage. <laughs> now, I'm, I don't know whether we're allowed this because he's, he's technically. Oh, all right, then, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that chapter. <laughs> My number two, Stu, is the sexy Jill. We all like Jill. Very popular, Jill. And Jill is the same age as Benjamin Netanyahu. (laughs) Stop going on about him, Al. (laughs) You're never going to meet him. Jill is played by Julia Deakin. Uh, I've got down here as Dirty Old Jill. Um, She likes Alan sex-wise. She can list a lot of chocolate bars and smokes. She's a redhead receptionist at Pear Tree Productions. Um, and she's also actually from Gainsborough in Lincolnshire, oh. originally. Oh. So, And she's still acting now. Yeah, um, She was in a film um, this oh, the, year. So the actress is from Gainsborough. Yeah, yeah, the actress, yeah. Not, not Jill, the... Uh, not Jill. <laughs> the character. <laughs> we could go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jill. Sexy Jill. Ooh. <laughs> We've all imagined her. And the chocolate mousse. Yeah! Right, Brendan. Yeah, number three. Two! Two. Why do bugs <laughs> suddenly appear? It's too high, it's too high. <laughs> I've also gone for Jill. <laughs> and that is the song that Alan dedicates to a lovely lady over there with orange hair and a cigarette in her mouth. Which is Jill. So I've gone for Jill for number two. Brilliant, thank you, Brendan. And uh, Chris? I've actually gone a bit out off sphere with this one. Yeah, hello. I've gone with the Inland Revenue as a whole. <laughs> because, just, just plainly because of Alan Partridge's little solo he does with the oh, yeah. guitar to Gary Newman. The Inland uh, Revenue. Search me, search exactly, me! Exactly, yeah. exactly. And as he does that, he opens the door, does, oh, sorry, he kicks the door kicks right open, <laughs> and there that person was. Didn't say much though. No, but, but they were. They were there. They were there. And Dan, are you ready or should we come back? Well, furiously googling. Is Dan? Are you Danny? Should we come back to you? Dan. Dan still Dan. Oh, yeah. Still Dan. Number two. Well, Steve you. Bennett. <laughs> Steve Bennett. Who's Steve Bennett? Oh, there Beck. you go. <laughs> <laughs> A mystery for all you Alan Potter. <laughs> Bennett, the Irish fella played by Simon Pegg. Ah, oh, yeah. there we go. Guys. He wasn't Irish, was he? Was he wasn't Irish? Yeah, he's terrible, I say, yeah. 
He didn't put an Irish accent on. Well, he did, though. He's not very good at it, but he did. <laughs> no, he was not. Was him and Graham Linehan? He was the director. No, he wasn't with him and Graham Linehan. No, he right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I got that about the cause. Oh, you put him in! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right, Stu, you're number one. Uh, him. You the thunder The marketing director of Hamilton's Water Breaks, and he has an electronic voice box. I'll be down the pub getting the beers in. <laughs> Why are you speaking like that? <laughs> it's a voice box. <laughs> That's great fun. Did you get that at a toy shop? <laughs> Alan, I haven't any vocal cords. You sound like the girl from The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> great character. Now you're talking my language. Or <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not. <laughs> Brilliant, thanks, Steve. My number one, I'm, I, I couldn't not go with Jed Maxwell. Jed. So, Jed Maxwell, um, played by Ian Sherrock. Nah. Sherrock uh, is Chirac. an obsessed fan whose brother brother lives in Leeds. Oh, Leeds! Leeds, 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 Leeds! Um, Leeds, Leeds. He also likes David Copperfield. Uh, he's got a tattoo of Alan on his chest. Um, but I found some stuff about the actor of Jed Maxwell. Ian Sherrock, unfortunately not, he has not acted in, since 1999. Wow. Which is crazy. What's he been doing? That's Apparently, considering he was in... He was in Emmerdale for, for nine years. As a part of that. Before that. It was a part of that. It was in 2002. That wasn't 99 when he did that. I'm Alan Partridge Series 2 was out in 2002. Remember Deck is Googling. Um, he, lives in, he apparently lives in Bishop Auckland and apparently um, he was seen selling furniture in MFI in a store in Essex. Don't believe that. So, yeah. I think he's made all that up. No, but I'm going from IMDB. He was in, I'm Alan Partridge was 1999. Not uh, 2002 was I'm in Five Series 2. Fair enough. Brendan, you're number one. Was it 1999? I think it was 99. Was it? I thought it was earlier. Oh my god. Or it might have been earlier than that. Um, I also went for Jed Maxwell. Yeah. Oh. Um, he got Ian Sherrock as well. Yeah. I've, I've, I've written one fact his name. Um, <laughs> I've got a, a, a good memory of this episode in particular with uh, Regular Gav. Yeah. We, um, Regular Gav. We used to sit next to each other in graphics in school. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that and, what you call uh, it? Was that, was that <laughs> Oxford yeah. University? Like it became the bike shed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the day after this uh, episode aired... They married. Um, <laughs> we uh, we just, yeah, spent the whole lesson pissing ourselves laughing. Yeah. They spent the whole lesson pissing. Excellent. Well done, guys. Thank you, thank you Brendan. Chris... I don't know if I'm right, but am I saying that Tony Hayes was only in one episode? Well, allow it. No, 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 it was in multiple episodes, I'm afraid. It was in multiple episodes. You have to go with Jed then. Jed. Also, Chris, Chris, um, well, he was, um, he was, he was being lap danced to in the yeah. episode. Unfortunately, oh. oh. can't count. Non -vote. Chris also leaves the crusts on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Like a child. Uh, <laughs> moving, on, moving on to you, Jack. Like a young child. <laughs> the uh, Baptist fan. Oh, oh yeah. The Rob Ryden. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Rob Ryden, yeah. 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 Googling's paid off. Well done. <laughs> Obviously, you've got to do that. Tell us some facts. Should we do some social? Well, go ahead. Mine was going to be Dan. <laughs> Dan. Excellent. Well, thank you, you three. Uh, let's move on to Sue. Can we have the social media? We certainly can. So we'll go back to regular Gav, previously mentioned. He's gone for, obviously, Dan. 
Peter, Who? Peter Baxendale Thomas and Piet Morant. Who's Piet Morant? Piet. No, you can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't. And uh, honourable mention to Jed as well. Jason Jackson has gone for Jed, Tex, and Andrew, Lynn's uh, mate from the Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Fake Bono. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Keza G, Tex, Piet Morant, the cunt, and shit Bono. Yep. Kid Gorgeous, Jill. She thinks chocolate mousse in the bedroom is erotic rather than a dirty protest. Uh, Mary from this, a caller. In the future, we'll all look at the, uh, we'll all look the same, but we'll have bigger eyes, now, bigger hands, and bigger sex organs. Now I, I like that, but I think Mary was in more than one episode. I don't believe that. She is, is she the one that phoned in? Yeah. Is she not in a few episodes? Red, she, she, yeah, it's like she was like a. Kind oh, of, yeah. let's just carry on anyway. Sorry. And the bank holiday caller who wants to take Sean Connery around Legoland <laughs> and then for a lovely lamb lunch. Uh, Kid Gorgeous also has uh, Aidan Walsh and Steve Bennett with the bloody Sunday scene as an honourable yeah. mention. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Uh, Dave at 10 minutes. He has picked Dan Moody, Tex and Steve Bennett. And Emily has picked Jed. Can you smell the gas? Dan, I've got Woody. And Jill, you packed in a bit. <laughs> Excellent, and, uh, that thank is, you. That is all. Well, that was top three for this week. Stu, it is your choice for the next episode. So what is your choice for the next top three? On our next top three, I want your top three TV coppers. (laughs) This can include (laughs) TV detectives and Murder, She Wrote. Top three coppers? Yeah, TV coppers. So your Burnside, your your Gene Unts. Your Operation Good Guys. Your Code Jacks. And Murder, She Wrote. Who loves you, baby? You want medicine? You can medicine. Just looking at lollipop. The Dick Van Dyke mysteries. That was one. Yeah. He was the diagnosis. Uh, yeah. murder. Diagnosis murder. Yeah, that. Any murder. Detect a murder or they've solved the crime. You're allowed that. Excellent. Well, thank you, Stu. So, in the next episode, if you would like to send in your top three coppers mm. or police officers, if you're American, um, then you no the coppers would be more American. Coppers. Yeah. Rosses. 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 The fools. Caps. Caps. If you're um, Yeah. You can get in contact. We are Stu and Alpod at gmail.com or on Instagram, Twitter. We are at Stu and Alpod. So that was top three, and now it is time to move on to '90s corner. Nineties corner. Nineties corner, uh, where we bring a few things from the nineties and we discuss them. We go through the years. We are on nineteen ninety-five at the minute, and we are talking about our favourite single from nineteen ninety-five. That's so funny. Huh? But before we carry on, <laughs> Deck, who is here, has never listened to the podcast before. He's listened to episode one. Yes. Yeah. And so, Deck, how are you finding it at the minute? Much like how I listened to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Still I love it. Any <laughs> <laughs> you listen to this one because you're in it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to this multiple times. Yeah. We're, no, gonna play, we're gonna play it on the uh, loudspeaker at your wedding, aren't <laughs> we? <isn't it>? So. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so, as I said, we are on 1995 and our favourite single. But before we get to that, Stu, what were the poll results from the last episode? Ah, uh, yeah, as usual, so I'm not prepared for that. One sec. Uh, yeah, the poll. Uh, that's right. So we had 14 votes in total, which was a bit more... And it was shared about three times. Four times. Four, four times. Weeks. Yeah, it was much more than last week anyway. Well, by five votes. Uh, in last place was my suggestion, Heat, with 
I think that just might be my vote as well. On that. <laughs> uh, joint second place was the usual suspects and seven on twenty nine percent, and the winner, thirty six percent of the vote was Casino. Yes, that's my choice. Thank you very much. There was still fourteen hours left on the vote, but I don't, can't, I can't see any more uh, yeah. coming in. Seeing as it's been on fourteen. Uh, we ain't going to talk about it. So let's start with our nineties corner, nine ninety five single. So let's start with the guests. First, dude. What the fuck? Let's start with Chris. They call me Mr. Bombastic. Oh, romantic. All right, so we know what they call you, Chris. What song do you call Oh, he's got it. High five. Ding, 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 ding. Bombastic by Shaggy. Mr. Bombastic Shaggy. Excellent choice, Chris. You got any information about it? No. No? All right, fair enough. Moving on to Deck, who has got nothing in front of him. So we'll come back to him. Brent. No, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, right, Deck, go for it. Common people. Ah, oh, shit, back. Yeah, Roy. The little at the start. Yeah. You listen to the song Mr. Roboto by Styx, <laughs> which is about robots. Right. <laughs> there is a jingle in that, much like. The start of common people. Right. I think Pulp stole it. <laughs> oh, controversial. We'll have to put a, uh, a, a disclaimer. Disclaimer out. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Uh, Brendo Tron, what have you got? I went for Don't Speak by No Doubt. I didn't know that was out in 95. No, it, it took a bit of digging. It didn't pop up straight away. Shh. Um, yes. Uh, facts about that. Oh, yes, Some please. Facts. Uh, uh, no doubt were fronted by Gwen Stefani and it was oh. from the album Tragic Kingdom. Oh, lovely stuff. I'll go next, Al, because I've also picked Don't Speak by No Doubt. Oh, hey, oh, don't right. speak. <laughs> All I had down for it was uh, It's a Banger. Yeah, it, it is, is a Banger. And that's it. Well, I, friend. I generally kind of wish I'd have picked that now, but I've also picked Common People by Paul. Um, but I've got quite a bit of information on this. I do apologise. Well, you've got the same thing that Dex said. But someone's done that own way. Yeah. <laughs> First time in for forever. <laughs> so, uh, released in May 1995, it reached number two in the UK charts. Uh, it was on their, it was their, from their fifth studio album. Fifth! Um, called Different Class. It's 5 minutes 50, shush Stuart, uh, 5 minutes 50 in length. Uh, it was a critique on gentrification um, of middle and middle class people wanting to be common people. And the idea came from a Greek art student that Jarvis Cocker met at St. Martin's College. Fair enough. There we go. So, and uh, also with the Mr. Roboto, <laughs> by Stanks, shares similar themes. Roboto being about the uh, moving on, class, <laughs> the robotification of a woman. Robotification. So, where does Brendan come in this time? <laughs> he is Mr. Roboto. Tony Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Brilliant. Um, what have we got from the listeners, Stu? Okay, so back to Kid Gorgeous again. We've got Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead. Oh, shit bags. That's Ooh. a great song. Yeah, a good song, isn't it? Yes. Uh, regularly gabs on for Violet by Hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Gab. Actually, never mind, sorry. Uh, Keza G's gone for Wonderwall by Oasis with the honourable mention of Gangster's Paradise by Coolio featuring Ooh. LV. LV? Yeah. 
insurer. I don't know who else. <laughs> the insurer. The insurance company. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I think it's their actual yeah, yeah, yeah. on the advert now. So. <laughs> been spending most of your life. Go to Have Aldi. you been spending most of your life in a gangster's paradise? Come you need Aldi. car insurance. <laughs> Keep spending most of your life in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> Definitely come to LV. Uh, and. Uh, I love the fact that Deck is sat there. <laughs> yeah, completely oblivious to what is going that's on there. Right. That's if he actually listened to an episode. Yeah. Right so you know that we both love Frank very, very much. And he has his own theme tune. Whereas you don't, because yeah. you're a cunt. Oh. <laughs> Frank, well, Frank's oh, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Frank is on for Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Kiss from a Rose! So, uh, on a... I don't know the words are. <laughs> right, so, okay, so we're gonna have, um. Mine and yours. Yeah, mine and yours. And then, what, Chris, what did you say? Mr. Boombastic. Right, Mr. Boombastic. And we'll have the Radiohead song. Yeah, Radiohead song, there you go. So, um, that poll will go up on Twitter, um, next week. You can vote for it, and that will get points in Artie's Corner. But on the next episode, we would like your top pop culture moment from the year 1995. Remember the year 1995? What, what happened in the year 1995? What from that, eh? If you would like to tell us your pop culture moment from ah. the year 1995. Yeah, none of you ever do, but... Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Get in contact with us. Still an pod at gmail.com or at still an pod on Instagram and Twitter. Now, listeners, let's break the tradition this week. It's episode 50 next, so it's a special episode for us. Now, we only ever get the uh, regulars that contribute, so we want to hear from all of you this week. Even you in Singapore. We've been looking who listens. Yeah. And we're not, don't all worry, of us. we're not going to do that thing where we switch roles again, because that fucking yeah. didn't work. <laughs> and we won't, so like, boring. name names, we'll just say your initials, and if you want that shit, but... Contribute this week. Please. Twitter, Instagram, email, either of them, that'd be grand. And if you don't, well, carry we'll on. Carry on anyway. But still to come, I take a trip down the Bag of Nails this week and meet another talking dog. Oh, hey. It's the faces he pulls. Uh, it's <laughs> Cujo versus a Cinderella story. I have got a bit of uh, information for you on that later on as well. Okay. Uh, something that may shock you. <gasps> uh, in Dinosaur Park goes tits up. Find out what Stevie Wonder is up to now. Yeah, that's the made-up story. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mike Reed is back with more tips. John Lennon reveals more in Imagine. Uh, but for now, we're going to take a quick, short advertisement break with Al. Well, Stu, surprisingly, I'm not doing the advert this week. I'm going to pass it on to one of our guests. Ooh. So it's now time for adverts with Brendan. I've not uh, expected this. <laughs> I have. I told I'm you there'd nervous. be some surprises for you. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's not about me, is it? No. Oh, that's a, that's a kick to the bollocks. Yeah, just go for it. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for do you like old broken down cars? He's doing Barry! He's doing Barry! He's doing Barry! He's doing Barry! Start again, start again. Wait, what are you going to do? <laughs> You'll find out. Your mum. Don't let him off the leash! <laughs> right, let's do that. That's what you got well, well, Let's do the advert now, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, the advert. Come on, the advert. Come on. <laughs> just, just, just show the paper itself, lads. Come on. <laughs> 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 Hello, 
Do you like old broken down cars? <laughs> Do you like loud noises? Do you like a good sausage? <laughs> Do you like fireworks? Do you like American fringes? Or someone having sex with your wife? <laughs> Do you like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can Brenda do the adverts from now on? <laughs> Do you like someone having sex with you and your wife? Do you like a great song? If the answer is yes to one, some, or all of these specific questions... Your kids ain't gonna listen to this, are they? <laughs> Don't wait another minute. Give baddies bangers bang, banger bangers, bangs bang her, bangers, what a bang, a try, but don't take my word for it. It's the podcast snort. <laughs> but don't take my word for it. Here's our only, I mean, one of our many satisfied customers to tell you more. You can do that as well, surely. I only want to. God bless you for laughing at this. I thought it was terrible. This is a carrot oh back to do on the show, Brendan. Deck. This is amazing. I only wanted an old broken down car, but Barry told me it was all or nothing. Next thing you know, he's having sex with my wife and the fireworks going off. <laughs> I now have an American fringe, but he's yet to have sex with us both. I don't even like sausages. I prefer a nice Scotch egg. <laughs> and he never did give me that old car. Thanks, Barney. Right, that's it. Brendan's doing the adverts from now on. Yeah. Brendan's ads from now on. Brendan's ads. There you have it. Give baddies bangers, bang, bang, bangers, <laughs> bangs, bang her, bangers. What a banger a try. If there's one thing I can guarantee, it's that I'll bang your wife. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd, Absolutely I'd, I'd, amazing. I'd like to point out, yeah, very funny, but... Um... <laughs> You, um, did all, you did the ground. Can I just say that I created the character yeah. Barry in the. I'm standing on the shoulders of John. <laughs> and you took it to new levels, Brent. Hold on. Yeah, character. I'm never doing that character again now, all right? Right, here's the news. In each episode. Stu reads us two news stories, one that he's oh, made up me, yeah, and one that he's read on the newspaper or in the Daily Sport. Um, <laughs> never from there, never from there. Always from there. Um, from there. And it's my job to guess which one is made up and which one is real. He'll also tell us some sports results. Yeah. Dr. Doris yep. is back. Um, business. No. Uh, no business. Travel uh, with Arnie. Travel, and the, travel with Arnie and the weather. weather. So Stu... Here are your headlines! Oh, very well. Thank, Thank you. you for that, Al. Yes. Uh, airport police say that the number of people smuggling helium balloons in their luggage is now under control, but con t cases still continue to rise. It's obvious that was going All flights to John Lennon Airport have been cancelled this week. Wow. Imagine all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And a five foot tall psychic has escaped from prison. Police have said they are have a small medium at large. <laughs> <laughs> first, story number one. With a round of happy birthday in Italian and English, the US Army toasted an Italian woman this week with a birthday cake uh, to replace the one that US soldiers ate as they entered her hometown during one of the final battles of World War II. Mary Mori. Why is this in the news now? 
well, the story from April, but oh, maybe it's right. made up. I'm just <laughs> it. And it could be made up. Yes. It's not. Uh, <laughs> Mary Mori, who turns ninety, uh, well, who turned ninety last, well, whenever this was on Friday, wiped away tears as she was presented with the cake during a ceremony in Vicenza. That's in Italy. Vicenza. That's right. I don't want cake. I just want my husband. <laughs> <laughs> American. <laughs> I as well from Texas. <laughs> <clears throat> I love your lingo so I can speak it to you properly. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. The event marked the anniversary of the day the 88th Infantry Division fought its way into the city in the spring of 1945. Mary, anything for that? No. <laughs> uh, according to the US Army, uh, Miori spent the night with her mother hiding in the attic of their farm in the nearby village of San Pietro. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Dex got his head in his hands now. Do you remember that now? No. no. <laughs> uh, mi cariona? Si! <laughs> <laughs> uh, retreating German soldiers had fired on the house. Were you okay there? You wasn't scared or anything now? No, it was like a bath. Um... <laughs> But when uh, Mion, when he woke up, obviously in the, in the morning of your thirteenth birthday, uh, U.S. troops were nearby. <laughs> Correct. It's worse now, isn't it? <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh, You're uh, like a one small joke. Miori's mother baked her a birthday cake. The birthday cake you remember this, obviously, and uh, it was left on the side to cool, but uh, it disappeared. Apparently, taken by U.S. soldiers. Who had already actually been greeted by grateful Italians with wine and bread as they entered Vicenza. Greedy so, bastards! Yeah, exactly. They were fed, but they still stole your birthday cake. You must have been very angry with that. See. Si. <laughs> that story's real, Steve. Uh, we've not finished it. Uh, obviously, you, you seem generally surprised that the US soldiers had uh, returned the cake uh, 77 years later. Uh, and what did you say? I'll read it for you, sorry. <laughs> Tomorrow we will eat that des desert dessert with all my uh, family, remembering the wonderful day that I will never forget. Obviously, you must go across. It took them 77 years to return a cake. How do you feel about that? It was a good cake. I've <laughs> gone off in not, that time. Not bad with the soldiers taking 77 years to replace it. And they make a good frosting. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so. All of the strong GI. So it's going to be a bit uh, difficult for you to speak up because obviously the uh, the true story that may have been the true story there and actual Mary Maury was actually here to answer the questions as well. Apparently so. so. Did that actually happen or story number two? Stevie Wonder <laughs> is made up. Has opened up a series of hotels across California. Yeah. Uh, contracts were signed, sealed, and delivered this week. <laughs> yeah. As a total of fifteen hotels have been opened up. Stevie said. Well, the idea came to me a few years ago uh, when I was on tour. Um, have any of you ever seen me live? No. No? Neither have oh. I. Oh. oh! Oh, come on, come on. It's a show, people. Let's carry on here. Let's carry on. It's a really and I thought Dex's accent was bad. <laughs> come on, he would have laughed at that. Did he name his hotel Ebony and Ivory? <laughs> uh, to be determined. It's a really exciting project for me. I do have a superstition, though. There are no room 13s in my hotel, so it's very unlucky. 
Uh, actually, it's my birthday on the 13th, Mr. Wonder. Well, uh, happy birthday yeah. on the 13th. I wish you all the best. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wonder, Sir Duke will... Uh, not now, Melanie. Fuck's sake, I'm doing an interview. <sighs> Sorry, that's uh, my head of front desk there, Melanie. Isn't she lovely? Yeah, he basically puts puns in from the... Ring the bell there? Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> I gathered. People, uh, anyway, People. the... Uh... But I'm not very superstitious, so... Uh... <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Anyway, the rooms are all top of the range, so they all have the uh, built-in Master Blaster speakers and uh, stereos to play the songs on. I get uptight if you play songs by other artists, uh, but don't you worry about a thing. Oh, oh God. Because uh, all the rooms that we have, they've all got 24-hour room service. Yeah, you want pork chops at 3 o'clock in the morning? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all you, man, it's all you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, for once in my life, I wanted to do uh, something other than, uh, you know, sing music and uh, play the piano on stage. And uh, these hotels, well, they are the sunshine of my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I had a wish, I would have opened these uh, yes to me, uh, yes to you, oh shit, yesterday. <laughs> Sorry about that, I uh, couldn't get my words out there. Uh, no, no, excuse me, actually, I just need to make a quick phone call. Uh, ring, ring. Hi, uh, Tom Jones, it's uh, Steve Wonder here, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just called to say I love you. <laughs> Hello? Ah, uh, it's gone to voicemail. <laughs> Part-time lover. <laughs> really so, Al, uh, has Stevie Wonder miraculously opened up 15 hotels, or did Mary Declan Keen-Mori <laughs> receive a cake 77 years later after having stolen by US GIs? I think the uh, GI story was true. That is correct. Yes! That's 49 in that. Yeah, 49 in that. 49 in that. Oh, do you want a bit of sport? Yes, please. A bit of sport. Uh, Novak Djokovic has been announced as the new batting coach for the England cricket team this week. Uh, spokesman said, We acknowledge that he knows fuck all about cricket, but we couldn't overlook the fact it took Australia two weeks to get him out. <laughs> uh, hey, a bit of cricket. Hey, did you know that all male tennis players are. Uh, are uh, witches. Yeah, Goran. Even is a bitch. <laughs> not bad. It's a Tim, that's a Tim Vine joke. I'm not stealing it. I'm just crediting him. <laughs> uh, it's health with Dr. Doris. Hey! Hello everyone, Dr. Doris here. Our voice is different again this week. It always will be. I had John Travolta in, uh, on a Sunday this week with COVID symptoms. But he tested negative, though. He only had a Saturday night fever. Oh. <laughs> and a uh, patient came in and he said, uh, I keep thinking I'm a moth. I said, well, you'll probably be better off with a psychiatrist then. He said, yeah, I know. So I said, well, why are you here? He said, well, your light was on. Uh. <laughs> Travel with Arnie. This week I've, I went to the biggest city in the world, Dublin. Of course, because it doubles the size every time and time again. I packed for five days, loved it so much, I stayed an extra day. So on the sixth day, one of my films, I went to Commando. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and the weather this week will be spluttering, just like a 30-minute Jamie Oliver episode. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thank you. I'm loving Dex's face throughout this entire thing. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> just jamming up, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> But thank you, Sue. That was in the news. And now it is time for our film feature, Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. 
Okay. And now it's time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Each week, me and Alex set a film to watch for each other, and we make it as painful as we can. Um, it's carrying on from Bass to Mind, so it's still a bit mean about the films we choose. Uh, this week out, I set you the task of watching a Cinderella story on Netflix. Yep. How did you find that? It was fucking shite. <laughs> right, and do you have a tagline for that? Yes, I do. Cinderella retold as shite as possible. <laughs> Brilliant. It was fucking terrible. And what did you give me? I gave you the film Cujo. Yeah. Which was? Very shit. No, it wasn't. Cujo's great. What? That's not. Very bad. Very bad. <laughs> that was, that uh, yeah, it's very bad. I, I slept through a bit of it because it was so bad. Uh, from what I took from it, bat fights snotty dog, dog goes wild, the mum in E.T. is having an affair with the town stud, and then she kills the dog. Brilliant. <laughs> Spoilers. I'd just like to point out in a Cinderella story, right, it's basically a new age t telling of Cinderella. There's no magic in it whatsoever. And basically, what she, there's a girl at school, right? And she's she fancies the, the the jock, and he knows her. He sees her all the time, and she goes to a party with a fucking little mask on her eyes. He doesn't know who she is, <laughs> and then he goes around trying to find her. And when she's right up against him, he doesn't even fucking know she's got the same fucking. Oh my god, it's so fucking irritating. It's one of those films, you know, where you just think, shit, it's <laughs> fucking shit. I think you liked it. Uh, I, I think I liked it. I liked it. Hillary Duff was a revelation. Alex, uh, <laughs> bit of breaking news, bit of breaking news. Kid, jo Kid Gorgeous has changed her song from uh, Radiohead track that we mentioned earlier to I Got Five on It by Lunise. I'm sorry, Ooh. but this track stands. Because it's part of the um, poll. Sorry, but the Radiohead tra tra track will have to stand. Yeah. So, Stu, uh, do you. Um, tried, sorry. So, I do apologise. But, uh, and, and, and that song is great that you've picked. What a banger! Shut up! <laughs> Stealing my fucking catch. Right, Al, shall I um, ask you questions first then? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Cinderella Story was your film. Oh my god! Which you, <laughs> you watched on Netflix, is that right? Uh, Ali was on Netflix, yeah. Shit, it's okay. shit. Right, so um, question one What is Austin's screen name? Austin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's a. Oh, yeah. No, it, is he the one that's like, it wants to be like Snoop Doggy Dog and he's like, wants to be a rapper? I don't know, I didn't pay any attention. Ah, oh, fuck, don't know then. Uh, his, his screen name is Nomad609. No, I didn't know that. What kind of business does Austin's dad own? Porn industry. It's a car wash. Oh, oh of course it is! <laughs> uh, who does Carter dress up as for the dance? Zorro. Yes, that's correct. No. Yeah, fuck it. Because there's two Zorros in it. Uh, what sport do Sam and her dad like to play together? Sam and her dad like to play together. Um, oh, shit. Uh, basketball? Uh, baseball. Oh, shit, yes! Uh, and what is the high school mascot? What animal is the high school mascot? Oh, fuck. I watched this earlier and it... Oh, I'm not going to get it, so I'm just going to guess. Uh, it's a squirrel. Frog. Ah! Oh, it's called One. Well done. Thank you. Stu, your film is Cujo. The first three questions are taken from the first one minute of screen time. Oh. <laughs> Question one What animal is Cujo chasing at the start of the film? A rabbit. Correct. Question two What kind of dog is Cujo? Cujo is a Saint Bernard. Correct. Uh, question three What colour are. Uh, <laughs> 
What colour are the dad's pants <laughs> at the start of the film when he's just in his pants? Black. No, they're white. Oh, <laughs> question Everyone three. That. <laughs> Ask question three just now. When the uh, yeah, oh sorry, sorry question four. When the stud pushes the mum against the side, <laughs> what breaks on the floor? A jar of milk. I'm afraid it's eggs. No, it's, it's, not. A, it's the milk. No, no, no. It spills everything. Hold on. It's what breaks. Milk goes uh, on the floor, but it's eggs that break. But the, the milk broke in a jug. No. Yes, it did. Yeah, it did it. Yeah, it did it. You've already won. Yeah. <laughs> Question five. What colour is the boy's t-shirt when Cujo attacks him in the car? Uh, yellow. Correct. Wow. Well done. You scored three out of five. That makes it one all so far. Are we doing a tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. Go for it. So the tiebreaker was what does Sam drop on the way out of the dance? What does Sam drop on the way out of the dance? Telephone. Yeah. Um, and your tiebreaker is what is the um, how is the rear wind? Oh, sorry. Let me start that again. What is the rear window of the car smashed with at the end of the film? Uh, the butt of the pistol. Yes, well done. The, the, the butt of the gun. Excellent. Well done, Stu. So that's now one all uh, for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Stu, we're on the letter D next. What is the film that you have given me? It's gonna be May. <laughs> Alex, I've uh, forgotten to give you a film. <laughs> have a good look then. Yeah. I've just realised that because because you have to answer the you have to ask the questions, you guys must both watch the film. Yeah. Like, even if it's fortunate. Funny you should say that, Brem, because this week I've not watched a Cinderella story. My sister has, and she put all the questions in. That's not even Whoa! That's void! That's void! Yeah, no, I don't think you are. Right, it's a very bad film. It's very yeah. bad. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. Alex, this week you got D for Dirty Dancing on uh, Netflix. Ooh, lucky. I think that's. I'm. I think it's a made-up thing, Alex. I watched the fucking film. I, I play by the rules, yeah, mate. Okay, Stu. I have picked your autobiography, aka known as Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus, and it's the 2010 version as well of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which I have seen. Load of bollocks. Okay, so that's one all. Very that's controversial our, that's our one. Don't care to watch. So, in the uh, so uh, continuing on, now it's time to head down the bag o' nails. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down the bag o' nails in London. London. Um, to London, lads. London. Yeah. Are you, are you <laughs> Excellent. No, just yes. That's yep. fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you used to uh, live there, Brent. I used to no, live. No, no, I used to live down the whoa, road whoa, whoa, whoa. from the bag of nails. We don't want to know. Oh, you did, didn't he? That's how yeah. we actually came whoa, across the bag of nails. Whoa! The, the simple question was, have you ever been to London? <laughs> Alex, that's yes how we came no. across the bag of nails. Sorry, I'm sharing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Deck, you ever been you to London? Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I lived I in have, London. Yeah. Let me tell you a little story about all the buses I used to take and the streets I walked. Chris, have you ever been to London? I have. Moving on. <laughs> Excellent. So, Stu, it was your turn uh, down the bag of yes. this week. Mm, so, how'd you get on, Stu? Who, who did you meet? What kind of people did you fucking meet? Funny you say, people, Alex. Uh, I ran into another talking dog again. Excellent. I'm just going to enjoy watching your face when we do this. Brilliant. <laughs> 
Okay, this so one, you got tape? Yep, this one was uh, called Sheba. Uh, she's a very well-behaved dog. I'll have another one. I'm alright, actually. Uh, yeah, Thank you. Tape. Uh, she's a very well-behaved dog, and she's very funny as well. Click. Evening, everyone. <laughs> have I got some tales for you, if you pardon the pun? Hey. <laughs> Like a dog's tail. <laughs> it's right! Yeah. I get it. Everybody! Who is it? <laughs> anyway, just allow me a little pause for a second. Oh shit, what? Chuckle, chuckle. He's off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rough. Anyway, here's these uh, bag of nails bollocks you want, anyway. Ooh, cider. No, thank you, Bev. I'm uh, telling a story. I'll have a can, actually, mate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Slight pause there while we get out of here. I'm trying to be discreet. <laughs> Come on, I'll have a tin, thanks. I've got this out. You having a beer? Oh, will I? Yeah. <laughs> Cut <Cool>. nothing. Because <laughs> 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 if you do. Yeah, cut all that. Yeah. Jump <laughs> 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 bottle up. Jump bottle up. Hurry up then, fucking hell. Hey. We didn't need to pull. He's recording this. Oh, recording. It's expensive, this. <laughs> yeah, all this cassette. Yeah. <laughs> 50 grand, 50 grand a metre. <laughs> right, reel to reel. You ready to go? Yes. Are we doing yeah, the dog jumps again? Yeah, no yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cheers. Yeah. We have a trio, what's the matter? Go on, then. <laughs> Should we do the pause bit again? Nah, yeah, you go on, then. Start again. Just allow a little bit of a pause for a uh, thought there for a second. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wag my tail, what are we? <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I mean, I never understood why the police trained me to work for the bomb squad. I mean, I'm colourblind for one, and I always bite the wrong wire. <laughs> Woof. Shocking. You know, it's offensive uh, when people, for me especially, when people say it's raining cats and dogs, I don't like that. I mean, would you know, do you know what's worse than it's raining cats and dogs? Hailing taxis. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there was a food named after me, a hot dog. <laughs> speaking of hot dogs, actually, speaking of hot dogs, my owner was there with me in the bar the other day, the bag of nails, funnily enough. This is this pub we're talking about, right? The bag of nails, is that right? Yeah? The one with us still? He's the one in London. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we were in the bag of nails. Um, <laughs> My owner was there at the bar the other day, and uh, there was a sign on the bar by Bev. Hot dogs. There's a snort there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't hear you. Uh, sign on the bar. Hot dogs. Uh, regular bar length. Regular bun length, even. Uh, foot long or colossal. Uh, my owner says, give me two hot dogs. So Bev says, well, how long do you want them? And my owner says, well, I thought I'd get to keep them. Yeah, let's stop playing poker, didn't I, lads? Yeah, let's stop playing poker. I kept wagging my tail every time I had a good end. Anyway, I used to make a living there designing people's houses, but in the end, being a architect was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my darkest moments was when I allegedly killed the neighbour's rabbit, allowing me to pause, pun again, for a drink. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's right, the neighbour's rabbit. Um, you see, my owner found me with a dead rabbit in my mouth. I'm a dog. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? 
So the owner found the dead rabbit in my mouth. Uh, so he took it off me. He gave the, the rabbit a bath. He blow dries its fur and everything like that. Puts it back into the cage of the neighbor's house, hoping he won't, like, you know, notice and he just figure it dies of natural causes or whatever. But a few days later, the, uh, the neighbor says to my owner, uh, Did you hear my rabbit died? And my owner's like, Oh, uh, really? I, I didn't know. I'm sorry to hear that. And the neighbor said, Yeah, well, um, we found him dead in his cage. Weird thing, though. Uh, it was the death that we buried him. Someone has dug him up, me, uh, gave him a bath and put him back in the cage. <laughs> but now, even though he's dead, his little left paw keeps moving back and forth, like, all the time. So my owner's like, oh shit. Mm. He goes back to home, he's, uh, he's digging through the, uh, the shampoo that he used on the bottle, and there it says it. The one that he washed the rabbit in. There it is. His worst fear is confirmed. In black and white, right there on the label. Permanent wave for damaged hair. Oh, <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> My name is Sheba. Thank you, good night. Bravissimo, eh, Salatori. It's Mary coming back into this. Little me out of this. I feel bad enough already. <laughs> Like, you know, I thought it was a fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was true. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Steve. So, in the next. <laughs> oh, fuck me. It's got a bit wrong in this. We've got about 10 minutes of this episode left. That's <laughs> the first hour of karaoke down the road. We're only halfway through. Um, so, thank you, Stu, for your trip down the back of the house. Are we going down next episode? I'll ruin a story. Um, um. Chris, what was your favourite TV show as a child? Woof. Oh, Woof! That'll do. That'll do. I shall be ruining Woof. Woof. Fantastic. In the next episode. Ah, poor dog. Whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, maybe getting a bone. Be, oh, no. Apologise. Oh, no. I'm, no, I'm not going that way. Statistically. You will. So that was Bag of Nails, <laughs> and now it is time <clears throat> for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette with two Mike Reed tips on it. I'm still listening for them as well. Do you like, do you like Mike Reed? Yeah, I like Good. Mike Reed. <laughs> you got cassettes? <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Mike Reed is? Yeah. Good. Who was he? Mike Reed. <laughs> <laughs> well, te te technically, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, you're not what's, wrong. What's going on here, Mike Reed? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Big glasses. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Mike Reed, you cunt. You're not glasses on. It's really him. <laughs> you got cassettes too? Yeah, I got cassettes. Yeah, you. And click. Hello everyone, Mike Reed here for a couple more tips to get you through life. Not disabled, no problem. Pop a BMW badge on your car. Now you can park anywhere you like. <laughs> Actually, you won't even need to indicate anymore either. <laughs> it's true. It is true. <laughs> Want to get fit quick? No problem. Replace your treadmill belt with sandpaper for better traction while running. Actually, do it barefoot as well. <laughs> it might benefit you. See you lads, all the best. Bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Hey, thank you. We've got a few extras to load this week, have you lads? Who's the, uh, who's the new ones then? What? Who's all the new ones you got in with you? Well, this is Brendan. Hello, Chris, Brendan. Chris and Deck. Chris, Deck, how you doing, you know what, Ed? Hello. Hello. What? 
Good guys, see you later, bye. See ya. <laughs> right, so that is the end of episode 49. So before we go, I would first like to say, if you would like to contribute... It's not the end Well, no, I say about top three. Oh, you say you're not a bit... The yes, okay, the yes, go ahead. Uh, so you know what accent was that? <laughs> <laughs> hey. A bit so late. Uh, no way, no way. There's a new feature, as we, as we uh, touched on last week. Imagine, with John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, I have another... Schmickles! <laughs> <laughs> I have another tape from the 60s, uh, if you want to... Uh, yeah, click, click. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you not all finished laughing yet? Hi, <laughs> then everyone, it's John Lennon here, imagine if you will. Uh, you'll hold the tape, thank you very much, <laughs> you fucking bitch. We're all thinking it, don't worry about that, right? Anyway, shut up. Paul was always so rude. The worst was when we went to Bude. He was teasing the calf, being a general twat, so I went and wrote Hey Jude. Oh, <laughs> Join me next week for more songs by the Beatles. My name is John Lennon, and hey, you imagine. Oh, <laughs> keep imagining. Lovely stuff. So, in the next episode, we would like to hear... Your top three, Stu? Top three TV cops, and you can use Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote. Remember that song? Does anyone remember that song? Murder, it's a bloody murder. Yeah. Um, so, top three coppers in your next episode. Or we would like your 1990 TV coppers. Sorry. And we would also like your top pop culture moment from the year 1995. You can get in contact with us. We are still in our pod at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, or at Still Now Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Now, before we go, Stu, have you got anything you'd like to say? I'm all out, mate. I'm well, Stu, I tell you what, I brought a special guest. Is it Declan by chance? No. Not said anything yet. <laughs> now, I may have brought a special guest here, and right. he knew we were coming to Leeds. He knew it. He did Uncle Dorogate. No. <laughs> no one does Uncle Dorogate but Uncle Dorogate. Right. So I'm just going to pass you on to one. Hello, Stuart. Uncle Dorogate here, of course. Are you all right? Are you Jackie D? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, Stuart. How you doing? Are you good, man? Yeah? I'm all right. I heard you were out in Leeds with the, uh, the old pals this week. Who told you that? Well, uh, I uh, <laughs> find these things out when <laughs> I'm looking through your underwear drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Sniffing them, as I am. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not? Well, you know, I like a sniff of the old underpants. Yeah, I think the whole world knows that by now. Tell your mother that... Oh, <laughs> I was like that. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what I thought I'd do this week, Stuart, when I'm down in Leeds with you, I didn't want to come alone, so I brought my brother along with me. Oh my god. How you doing, Stu? <laughs> Obviously, we're not from the same area. Separated at birth. <laughs> so, uh, your dog is his brother, right? That's right. What's your name? <laughs> uncle Jim. Uncle, uh, another uncle. Wow. Yeah, we're all uncles here. That's two all uncles right. I ever wanted. It's amazing. Uh, you want to have a smell? It's <laughs> uh, a nephew. <laughs> oh. Come on, Stu, sniff those fingers. I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. All right. Jim, uh, is it? I'll tell you a story. Right, thank you, please do. He's in the fields. Yep. There was this lovely sheep. Right. Soft as cotton. Uh, <laughs> you know what I did? No. I cuddled it. Right. Romantically. Of course. And then I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a Roman idiot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
You thought I was bad. You're a compared to this story. Let me tell you something. You're not done. You're not done. No. Tell you something about my neighbour. How did we get kicked off the air by a guest? Tell you something about my neighbour. Right. My rabbit died. Right. Don't ask me I came round. You don't need to touch, Jim. I'm not touching, this is just it's a really wandering crazy. hand. Yeah, it's wandering a lot. <laughs> so anyway, you rabbit. Right. What's the rabbit called, by the way? Don't worry about it. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. It's not intrinsic to the story. Okay, else it wouldn't be, would it? Your rabbit died. Oh no, sorry to hear that, Jim. I came home. You came? No, I came home. I came home. I had my pants on, I come home, right. after a long day at work, not for everything sexual. No. I, I had a wank at work, but right? you know, I had what a couple. What did you do for a living, Jim? Yeah, listen, just listen to him there. Well, let me tell you my story so, yeah, about story, yes, of course, yes, 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 rabbit. So I get home, my rabbit, it had died. You haven't even got a script. And I found it back in the cage. <laughs> and its paw was moving up and down. <laughs> and I thought, well... That must be a sign from God. That's <laughs> why so I let it give me a good rub down. <laughs> that poor, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Soft as cotton, like a sheet. <laughs> yes. yes. I'll bet you. Uh, I know you don't know? like. Uh, I know you don't like me on the episode, Stu. No. But I bet you wish I was here instead. Fucking hell. That, like shudders from the whispering yeah. in my ear. That's just a normal conversation with me. Yeah. <laughs> People at Sainsbury's tell me off sometimes. <laughs> Why are you stroking me cheek? Wandering hand. It's like Tourette's. So Jim's permanently banned from the show, right? <laughs> Dorigay? Uh, uh, well, you know, if it comes round again, that's the uh, sort of thing we do, don't we, eh? <laughs> Let's never go to Scotland. <laughs> right, well, thank you. Um, Dorian, you got nothing to end, Dorian, no? No, no, he's in there. No, he's in there, mate. Lost for words. words Well, first of all, before we go, I'd like to thank uh, Brendo Tron, I'd like to thank Chris, and I'd like to thank Dan. I don't think for... we should thank Dan. No, I don't think we should thank But can we just sort of say, before we can, before we end, Dex not really listened to the podcast before, so he doesn't really realise how far you can take stuff. Yeah. It's not an edgy show, is it? <laughs> no, we'll you told out. me it was edgy. You might be cutting a, quite a bit of that out. From there, I'm so. not going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's coming for us, they're coming for him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a script that I wrote. Uncle um, Jim, played by Declan King. The script. Nothing to do with it. I didn't even want to be in this. To be fair, if, uh, you've, if you've listened to the show before, you know it's not fucking scripted because yeah. we talk bollocks. Scripted. Scripted bollocks. But um, thank you, th- you three, for being part of the episode. Yeah, it's been, it. uh, really enjoyed this. Well, it's been a really good laugh. Yeah, it's been very um, It's been hell. We have had a few drinks. Uh, we do <laughs> apologise if we've offended anyone, yeah, especially for the last bit of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to be doing our five guests. I mean, Chris and Brendan, you're always welcome back whenever you like. Yeah. Declan, I never want to see you again. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be here in the first place. <laughs> 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 it's episode 49. Maybe... Episode 99. Now, Declan actually getting married in July. Uh, we will be broadcasting the end of the show during the reception uh, for his future 
in love. So should we try? Uh, I tell you what. Before we go, should we try and harmonise goodbye? Ah, you ready? Goodbye. I'll count us down. Goodbye. Well, I'm going to try and count us down. Damn. Where are we going? Goodbye. It's such a wild card. Three, two, one. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. I did a raptor night about a suicide. I'd kick it in the head when he was 25. Speed jive. Don't want to stay alive when you're 25. And when you're stealing.